Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We're all alone, no chaperone can get our number. The world's in slumber. Let's misbehave. This week on the final edition, everybody's talking about rape for some reason. I have no idea what's going on. But we've got stuff about how rape isn't funny, and then we've got a sketch called Rape Squad that completely undermines that and even made the writer nervous. Plus, our look at the hiring process of the Supreme Court from our mini-series Men in Black, available on Howl.fm. Speaking of which, on the Final Edition's Facebook page is Brent Kavanaugh's rape calendar from June 1982, showing all the rapes right on the calendar, as you do. If you haven't seen this satire yet, check it out on the Final Edition's Facebook page. It was reportedly created by Peter Kleinman, one of National Lampoon's early art directors from the 1970s, the longest-running art director in the history of the magazine, if I'm to believe IMDb. And if there's one thing we've learned recently, it's that we all choose what we want to believe. Anyway, it's Vintage Lampoon. Check it out on the Final Edition's Facebook page. And if you're in Los Angeles on Thursday, October 4th, our cast member Ben Kirshner is directing a live show, the Nightcap Comedy Central Showcase, 8 p.m. Comedy Central Stage at 6539 Santa Monica Boulevard. No, that doesn't mean it's in Santa Monica. It means it's at 6539 Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. And it's not on Comedy Central. It's at a live theater owned by Comedy Central, and you have to go there in person or you see nothing. Starring the delightful and dynamic Stacey Rumaker, it's an industry showcase, which means they're putting on their very best acts, and it's going to be a great show, and everybody in it is going to be fucking terrified. you got to see this thing. And it's free. So, get on Facebook for that, too. Look up the Nightcap Comedy Central Showcase. Click on whatever says that, and RSVP. This is the Final Edition Radio Hour. Experts say that in the coming years, more people will have to work well into their 70s. Here's a quick look at how that'll play out. Hello, young man, and welcome to... Uh... I forget. Can I take your order? Uh, yeah, I'd like a Whopper with cheese. A property sneeze? No, a Whopper with cheese. Cheese. A copper chemise? What the tarnation is going on, Gus? Is this smart Alec punk causing you trouble? He looks just like my grandchild. Please, I just want something to eat. Oh, I have some Jolly Ranchers in my purse. Here you go. That'll be $12.50. Dirty punk, I to punch you right in the kisser. Tell your congressman, we need to save Social Security. Sexual maturity? <laughs> 
Dunkin' Donuts is removing donuts from its name and will now just be Dunkin'. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? What they're going to do is fill in the holes and change their name to Dunkin' Tea Cakes. Dunkin'? More like Dun Can't. And then from there, we're going to clean up the grammar and call it Dunking. Next year, they're changing their name to Dunk. And then the year after that, it's going to be D. This means I'll no longer have double Ds? They're taking a cue from IHOP and changing their name to Dunkin' Burgers. And then changing it back. In related news, in and out is dropping the out. No one can leave now. Are you a recent college graduate looking for a job? Why not check out an exciting career as justice on the United States Supreme Court? We have a rare opening on the court, and now is the time to get in on the ground floor. But I'm not even a lawyer. Technically, you don't have to be. I mean, they've all been lawyers so far, but if you have a couple years' experience working at a Wendy's, or you supported your family on minimum wage, you bring some life experience the court doesn't have right now. I guess. But being a justice sounds like a lot of work. It's as hard or as easy as you want it to be. We have a guy who didn't ask a single goddamn question for 10 years. And when he finally does pipe up, he's defending the right of a domestic abuser to own a gun. Wow, that sounds like something I'd like to do. How's the pay? $244,400 a year. And the perks. When you have unchecked power over the law, you'd be amazed how many people want to shake your hand and buy you a free dinner. You'll get speaker's fees from political groups with business before the court. Free accommodations from businesses that have gone before the court. Free travel from people who've gone before the court. Gee, isn't that unethical? Well, now that's a question. That's a big question. And you know who decides big questions in this country? The Supreme Court! That's right, Cupcake. You decide for yourself whether you're being ethical. Could I kill someone legally? Why the hell not? To apply, call any major corporation or conservative think tank and ask for an application. Remember, no matter which way you decide a case, you're the winner! Good evening, and welcome to Weekday Download. I'm Chase O'Donnell. And I'm Savannah Brown. And together, we're We're two blondes. The big news of the day is about the Fed's increasing interest rates by a quarter percent. What do you think that means to what's been a booming economy, Savannah? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? I didn't know we were going right into the business segment tonight. The interest rate was raised by a quarter percent today. How do you think that's going to impact the economy? I have no idea, but my dad is not too happy about it. Of that, I'm sure. He has all his money tied up in the CDs, which I think is just crazy because no one listens to CDs anymore. They're going the way of eight-track tapes. He should be investing in live streaming technologies, not CDs. Talk about stupid investing. Savannah... The CDs your dad's talking about stands for Certificates of Deposits, which are interest-bearing accounts and not stupid investments at all. Then why don't they call them CODs? CDs to me stand for Compact Disc. COD should stand for Certificate of Deposit. Because COD stands for Cash on Delivery. I thought ATM stood for Cash on Delivery. ATM stands for Automated Teller Machine. No fucking way. ATM stands for Automated Teller Machine? Who comes up with this stuff? I had an invoice across my desk the other day that had FOB stamped on it. Now, what the hell does FOB stand for? 
F O B stands for freight on board. What does that even mean? Freight on board. In shipping terms, it indicates who is responsible for paying transportation charges. Really? It doesn't mean fresh off the boat. It could, if you're comfortable with derogatory slang for immigrants. But I suggest we not use that term in that way ever again. Agreed. Freight on board it is. Let's move on to what I find to be the real exciting business news today, and that's the invention of the solar guitar. Solar guitar. Yep, I heard it on the radio driving into the studio today. A guy was being interviewed and was describing himself as a solar guitarist. Are you sure he wasn't saying solo guitarist? Because a solar guitarist doesn't really sound like a thing to me. Acoustic guitarist, maybe, but solar? No, I heard it correctly. He was definitely interviewing a solar guitarist. It's a movement, you know, going solar. So why not an electric guitar being powered by solar? I think it's totally viable. Okay, okay. If you say so, it's not if I say so. It's if he says so, and he did. Okay, musical instruments powered by the sun. Don't say it like that. Like what? Like I don't know what I'm talking about. You've heard of wind chimes? Yes, wind chimes. Same principle. No, not really. You've heard of thermal underwear? Of course. Same principle. How so? Wind, solar, geothermal—each an alternative energy source capable of powering everything from musical instruments to underwear. Powering underwear? It's a movement, Chase, and the solar guitar is just one more example of the power of nature's awesomeness. And you're a guitarist, so this should be easy for you to get behind. Are you wearing a geothermal thong right now? No. Don't be silly. It's summertime. And by the way, I think you're silly if you don't pick up your guitar and write a song for next week's segment where you sing about the things that matter to you. There's a lot going on in that little head of yours, and I think you should put some of it into a song and purge yourself of it. Is that a challenge? It is. I think that's it for tonight's segment of Weekday Download. I'm Chase O'Donnell, and I'm Savannah Brown, and together we're, we're two blondes. Hi, kids. Hi. Today I'm here to teach you some new ideas for some of your words. I know here at Snowflake Daycare you are all being raised to be super woke, but guess what? Even you can be more woke. Take a guess what today's topic is: cultural appropriation, colonization in the diaspora, organic produce traveling thousands of miles to get to our whole foods. Ooh, I like that one, but no, it's rape culture. Yay! I know all about consent. Yes means yes. We don't say hoo-ha or pee-pee. We say vulva and shaft. Oh. I know your parents are very aware. They are doing a great job. <laughs> But did you know that even you woke little kiddos and your proud ally parents still need a peek at my flashcards? No, we're morally superior. I know. That's what you swallow with your vitamins every night. So let's go through some direct quotes from liberal and progressive friends and family. Heck. I'll even throw in some from Independence. Okay, here we go. Who can tell me what the right word in this sentence should be? When we got to the car rental place, they really raped us on the price. 
forcefully put themselves on top of me? Brutalized? Penetrated without asking? It's overcharged! That's right! You can use the word overcharge instead of the word that actually has a meaning that includes forceful intercourse that many women are still recovering from years later and would love to not be reminded of in casual conversation. Oh! Great. Let's try another one to see if you got it. <laughs> oh, man. That foreign dictator is really going to rape us with his nuclear weapons. Anyone? Bought me a drink so then I felt like I had to sleep with him? Followed us all the way home, but that's not illegal because, you know, the Threats Republic. Made a fake Instagram account and liked all my pictures since I blocked him on his real one. Tell us we should smile more. Annihilate! Destroy! mutilate and give us all bone cancer would totally work and get the point across in a factual way. Yay! Yay! I have bone cancer. Okay, one more. This one is a special class of people who somehow think they are exempt. Comedians! <laughs> Struggling with that punchline? Use the word rape. <laughs> You'll get a huge response from your audience who think they get a pass too because they're anti-PC and, I don't know, post-rape culture? But guess what? Even comedians could totally expand their vocabularies. Like when they're telling that super funny original joke about the chocolate lava cake that they literally face-raped. <laughs> What might they have said instead of triggering someone's PTSD? Made love to? Respected its boundaries? Use a dental dam. Okay, you're getting the hang of it. And you know who also doesn't get a pass? Women. I know, it still seems even edgier for a woman to talk about sex or shit or sex with shit or rape. <laughs> but hey... You want to do your sisterhood a favor? Instead of hashtagging me too for someone you thought was ugly looking at your boobs, maybe don't normalize or soften the meaning of a word that is one of the worst things a human can experience on this planet. Lovely! Now, girls, go play with your dolls until one of the boys gets bored playing with his trucks and then comes and takes it from you until you cry. Because you know what? That means he likes you. Yay! Get out of the car, ma'am. What's the problem, officer? Do you know why I pulled you over? <gasps> Get your hands off me! Okay, I'll let you go with a warning. But if I catch you around here again, I'm gonna fuck you. Rape Squad. Rape Squad! A Quinn Martin production. Starring Chip Chandler as Detective Butch Dalton and Kyle Plug as Fist. Tell us about Rape Squad. Well, it's... It was really ahead of its time. Uh, remember, this was the 70s when cops weren't raping to the extent they are today. Uh, it was groundbreaking, really. All right, Fist, it's a terrorist threat. They have five hostages. Call SWAT. Sir, please. I'm not sending in rape squad, Chip. But, but indeed, these are terrorists, and your crew is not trained in... Hey, where'd he go? Damn! Protect and rape, Dalton. Protect and rape. I kill you, pig dogs. I terrorize and I kill you. Not today, terrorist scum. What the... Rape squad? Oh! Ow! Oh! Oh! You're not gentle at all! Ow. Creator Don Cock. Rape Squad was the first show to use real Chinese people. And I'm proud of that. A lot of people had a problem with the violence, but it always had a message. And what was that message? Something about 
drugs. I'm not high. I'm not high. Oh, I think this cocaine is affecting your rape. Okay, I have a problem. I need help. We were the first show to deal with a lot of social issues, like gay rights and fat chicks. Rape Squad lasted 14 seasons. It was canceled in 1988 when Reagan left office. We kind of ran out of ideas. We had pretty much raped everything. I think the show really jumped the shark when we raped that shark. But its groundbreaking use of insulting misogyny and high drama changed the landscape of cop shows forever. I don't think there was another rape show like it. To this day, I still have people recognizing me on the street, walking up to me, and punching me in the face. Rape Squad! Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many jurists have served our nation with distinction. But what about those who flamed out in the confirmation process and never completed the journey from presidential nominee to naked beneath the robes justice? We have uncovered lost audio of the failed confirmation hearings of several SCOTUS nominees from the turn of the 20th century. You will hear echoes of our modern process in their once-classified recordings. In 1907, Teddy Roosevelt sought to counter the court's striking down of progressive labor laws by nominating Albert Woodsman, who established the tradition of evading questions from the Judiciary Committee. Turning to the landmark 1895 decision of Inree Debs and the 1905 Lochner v. New York ruling, these cases essentially established that the government may, on the one hand, force striking laborers to return to work, and on the other, may not establish any protections for them from unsafe working conditions. Considering the issues of stare decisis and precedent, is this now settled law? I feel the need to stay away from the particulars of cases. I'm happy to discuss the principles of stare decisis. <clears throat> but you're a judge. Surely you must have an opinion on, on workers' rights, uh, capital versus labor, uh, humanity versus cruelty. I feel the need to stay away from the particulars of cases. I'm happy to discuss the principles of stare decisis. Millions of our citizens work under life-threatening conditions for the benefit of a far-removed capital class with no stake whatsoever in the well-being of the labor class. And yet this court has prevented even the most basic consideration of their well-being. Almost as if it were bought and controlled by that very capital class. What say you to that accusation? I feel the need to stay away from the particulars of cases. 
I'm happy to discuss the principles of stare decisis. What if I were to punch you in the dick? Would you have an opinion on that? I feel the need to stay away from the particulars of cases. Woodsman later withdrew himself from consideration after being repeatedly punched in the dick. Tell us what you think about the comments in Santa Clara County v. Southern Pacific Railroad, which some say granted corporations rights just like people. I do not believe that will ever become an issue in any way whatsoever in the future at all. Ever. So, are corporations people? I don't believe so. Yes or no, Judge? Are corporations people? I prefer not to say. Yes or no? Is this some sort of litmus test? Litmus test? What is that? Are you a battery? What? No! Litmus test! It's a phrase for a single issue that renders judgment about overall acceptability, like gun control or abortion. Gun con what? Abortion? What? I'm sorry, sir, but your answer forces me to ask. Are you now, or have you ever been, a battery? No, that's nonsense. Have you ever attended any meetings of the American Battery Party? No! Do you associate with known batteries? What does that even mean? Do not question the integrity of these hearings. The nominee later withdrew after admitting he was a battery. In 1912, William Howard Taft nominated a little-known academic, Professor Isaac West Woodington, to the High Court. The very existence of his confirmation hearing was denied until this recording. Regarding Plessy v. Ferguson, affirming the notion of separate but equal for the blackies and us regular folk, it's really no big deal, right? Right? I mean, you do want this position on the court, am I right? Right? Well, Your Honor, it is my humble opinion that the doctrine of separate but equal is untenable. <gasps> it is inhumane. <gasps> Unfair. And demeans the citizenship of our black friends and neighbors. They're not equal. <gasps> they don't live near me. What does friend mean? Furthermore, it is my learned opinion that in due course, a black man, a, a black lawyer, even. Will argue before the highest court that there can be no such thing as separate and equal, as the very act of separation changes the nature of any services or activities, uh, thereby rendering them inherently unequal. This black lawyer will not only have segregation struck down, he will usher in a movement for civil rights for, for all people until he himself is appointed a justice of our very Supreme Court of these United States. <laughs> Judge Wes Woodington, you cannot be serious, are you? <clears throat> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, blackies are worse than women. If you confirm me, I will overturn the Civil War. Huzzah! Huzzah! Despite popular support, Judge West Woodington came up one vote short of confirmation when it was revealed that his bar exam had been taken by his black mistress. Finally, in 1920, Walter Woodward Jameson had the shortest confirmation hearing on record. 
What do you think about the 18th Amendment, ratified on January 16, 1919, prohibiting the manufacture, transportation, and sale of intoxicating liquors? You don't know me. I swear this was never... Hey, Senator Johnson. Yeah, that's a guy right here. This is the guy I'm talking about. Selling the watering hole and... What? Yes, I'm drunk right now. Not only that, guess what, America? I'm a battery. Final edition recording, September 26th, 9.37 p.m. I'm saying is if you took the police academy movies and took out all the parts about them going to police academy and replaced it with jedis fighting death stars i think more people would like them what are you talking about people hate those movies now remember when the last one came out and all those fuckboys were like oh no an asian lady's in this that ruins everything i like about star wars wait what's star wars what? guys i'm sorry to interrupt but uh i have something i need to get off my chest it's been two years, and I can't live with this shame anymore. I voted for Trump. What? 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 Um, how could you? I, I can't believe I used to think of you as a human person. No, no, no. Like, legitimately, there are street performers I respect more than you right now. And not even playing guitar street performers. Like, dude painted silver doing the robot on the beach street performers. I know, guys. I'm so sorry. I feel terrible about it. Why would you even have done such a thing? I mean, at the time, it felt like we went Bush, Clinton, Bush, and then another Clinton. I don't know. Like, the idea of political dynasties. And I honestly thought he'd be really ineffective and get nothing done. And it, it would just, you know, shake stuff up. All I can say is I'm sorry, everyone. Well, look, um, as long as we're being honest... I voted for Trump, too. Why? How could you? Look, when it comes to NAFTA, I'm a single-issue voter. And even though I don't really know what NAFTA is, I really liked Trump's stance on it. How can you look past all the evil? I know. It all disgusts me. But when it comes to NAFTA, I believe what I think I believe. Okay. I guess I cannot judge you guys. I voted for Trump, too. No! Okay, Hillary was so clearly going to win, and I thought it would be, like, a like a funny bit to, like, show people that I voted for Trump, like, just to troll them. I mean, it's not like one vote ever mattered. Wait, Donald Trump was that lady who ran for the Green Party, right? I think you're talking about Jill Stein. Oh, in that case, I'm pretty sure I voted for Trump, too. How could all of you have done this? It was so easy. I just walked into the voting booth and punched Trump's name. Ben, that means you voted for Trump, too. No, no, because the guy in the red hat working there that gave me the ballot said, don't forget, it's opposite day. Well, the people on the podcast can't see that I just winked, but he winked after he said it. There's no such thing as opposite day. And if there were, he would have said, don't forget, it's not opposite day. And then winked. Oh. oh, no. But why would he lie? He worked for the state government. What's going on here? Why is everyone so upset? Barry, I'm sorry, but we all have to resign from this leftist propaganda podcast. All five of us voted for Trump. Oh, no. And he only won by three votes. 
which means you were all the deciding factor. If you do the math. Oh, God, it's our fault. We did this to America. Well, good news. There's a midterm coming up, and we can all correct our mistake. And the best part is Trump isn't even on the ballot this time, so we can't vote for him, even by accident. But we can still write his name in for all offices, though, right? That's right. The midterm elections are coming up. So from all of us here at the National Lampoon Presents the Final Edition, don't forget to vote. Uh, Unless you're an idiot, then maybe forget. Consider staying home. Netflix has this new show called Battlefish. It's like Deadliest Catch, but... Well, no buts. It's just Deadliest Catch with another name. White guys fishing while dramatic music plays for some reason. Sounds right up your alley. So that self-contradicting nonsense was written by Bruce Cherry, Barry Lank, Chase O'Donnell, Savannah Brown, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman... Jeff Chrysler and Ben Kirshner. It was performed and improvised by all those people, plus Ebby Parker, Steve Rosenfield, Jeff Hendrick, Gil Barron, Keith Saltajanes, Mike Besaw, Tony Hendra, Andrew Danish, and James Mount. It was produced and engineered by Barry Lank and either Greg Russ or Andrew Hammond. Technical assistance by Kurt Carlson and the Kurt Carlson Dancers. A lot of music by Kevin McLeod, as always. And we close with an outtake from this week's Man on the Street, in which cast member Mike Besaw inspires us all. But what happens to the guy who wakes up every morning and is like, time to make the donuts? Was that a Dunkin' Donuts thing? Yeah, it's a Dunkin' Donuts ad. Yeah, it was. What a terrible ad. Time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> no, yeah, it like was a good his- ad. It was a man who knew his life's worth. <laughs> he woke up and he went and made donuts. But he wasn't happy. He was a Nobody's miserable- happy, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the life we choose. We get up. We all have our cross to bear. We go and, and we make the donuts. <laughs> At least somebody who eats those donuts will be happy. God. This segment was brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. happy. (laughs) Nobody's happy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.